EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. AG. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. <laughs> listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. This is an international edition. Last time we did an international edition, it didn't go so well. I'm not a big fan of these, especially when teams sort of coast to victories, especially with this current Euro 2020 format where a lot of the teams can have poor qualification campaigns, but they still already have automatic places already in the playoffs. So it's very difficult with this format to see some of the top teams missing out for Euro 2020 qualifications. Although some of them are making a pretty good job of it. You've got teams like uh, Germany, for example, who haven't quite yet nailed on their qualifications and are making a bit of a meal of it. But more or less, I do expect the big teams to end up progressing through. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to cover six of the or six or seven of the top games that I found here for the first set of Euro 2020 fixtures, which will begin on Thursday. They'll carry on on Friday and then conclude on Saturday. And then the second set of fixtures will begin on Sunday with all of these teams playing twice in the space of just six days. For the second set of games, head over to my website, lockbetting.com. It will be replacing the European shows. You will only need to upgrade to the $10 category and then you'll get a month full of podcasts. So you'll get this edition of the European show, the international fixtures, plus you'll get three extra editions of the European show, all for $10. It's $10 a month for the European show. That's four podcasts for $10, one every week. Uh, plus, in addition to that, you get some um, bets with that as well thrown in. Plus, you get access to the Q&A show as well. So let's look at the games on Thursday straight off the bat. And um, we're looking at Croatia versus Hungary, where Croatia are the one to two favorites to win this game. That's a best price. Uh, I'll be honest with you. It's only really available at two bookies. Uh, most bookies have this at two to five. So it's a little bit less that you're getting, but I still like it at that price because um, Croatia are in a situation where they could be one of these big teams that I talked about that miss out on these Euros if they don't have a decent qualification campaign. Now, they are currently sitting top of the group, but the gap between them 
and Wales in fourth place who have a game in hand is only four points. If Wales was to win that game in hand, it would be reduced to one point. The gap between them in second and third place is one point. We have Slovakia who have won five, drawn three and lost two and on nine. And Hungary have won uh, three out of five, lost two and are on nine. Croatia only have a record which is better by one point because they've won three, drawn one and lost one, which sounds fine. But looking at this group, Croatia really should be taking maximum points more or less out of every game and you would think the Wales games especially away to Wales would be the toughest but Wales themselves haven't made a very good start to the campaign splitting it down the middle with two wins and and two losses so Wales and Croatia are two teams that you would expect to be challenging at the top of this group Wales are in big trouble and uh, they're underdogs this week against Slovakia Croatia aren't in trouble but what they need to do is they need to win games like this and as I said at the top of the show my philosophy is is that these top teams will find a higher gear. They will end up getting through. You will see the Germanys and the Croatias making it through to the world uh, to the Euro 2020s, no problem in the end. But they have made it difficult for themselves with the ways that they've played so far. But in the end, I think they all get through, and I think Croatia fall into that category. I like them here at two to five um, to win this game, or or one to two best price, and. Um, Although this won't be the lock on this show because in most places it does fall outside of the realm of what we would like to pick. Um, I think Croatia is certainly a viable option for your parlay picks on this show. Moving on to the game between the Netherlands and Northern Ireland where the Netherlands are 1-5 favourites to win this game. It's 5-1 to one on Northern Ireland and it's 14-1 to one the draw. Northern Ireland are a very good defensive team. They managed to keep teams out and if you can't score past them and Northern Ireland can nick a goal or two that's how they end up winning games it's pretty much been their philosophy for a number of years the problem is is that they're in a group with Germany and Holland now Germany after their defeat at home to the Netherlands they bounced back and handed Northern Ireland their first defeat in this competition meaning that Northern Ireland were knocked off the top of the group Northern Ireland started with four wins in a row and then lost that game at home to Germany. And now they look like, despite winning their first four games, that they're going to be the team that miss out. Ultimately, at one point, it did look like Northern Ireland were contenders in this group because they had made a perfect start. And then questions were asked as to whether the Netherlands, or more specifically Germany, after losing at home to the Netherlands, would be a team that would miss out on the Euros. Now the group's starting to take shape more so and you can see that Germany went top with that win against Northern Ireland and after the Netherlands win this game against Northern Ireland Netherlands and Germany will be the top two on 12 points even even though Northern Ireland will also have 12 points they would have played a game more and it will then look very difficult to, for anybody to see them qualifying and I do believe that will be the situation after this game obviously we're not going to take a 1-5 to five here unless we're adding it to a parlay but what we are going to do is we're going to take the Netherlands to win this game at four to six, uh, winning it to nil, sorry, at four to six. I don't think Northern Ireland are going to score. I don't think they're going to have many chances to score. This is a Netherlands team that have Van Dijk at the back at the end of the day and De Ligt, uh, two of the top five defenders in Europe with Van Dijk, obviously considered the world's best. And um, I don't see Northern Ireland creating any chances. I don't even see them coming here with a strategy to create chances. I believe it's going to be a case of... um, 
trying to contain Holland as much as they can. And that may be 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, that may be 60 minutes. But in the end, Holland will break through and win this game without any real threat to the to the other end of their goal. I think a very predictable match here. And um, that one is in contention for the lock. Had the next match not been happening on this current slate of games, which is Russia versus Scotland. Now, Russia can be available here at around about four to six minus one fifty. Generally, at a price of four to seven. Uh, worst price I've seen in Russia is eight to fifteen. It's fourteen to five to draw and eleven to two on Scotland. I'm not understanding this. Um, Scotland are terrible away from home, yeah, and. Um, Russia are very good away from, uh, at home. Sorry, ever since the the World Cup, Russia have been a much improved team. Uh, whereas when they hosted that World Cup, they weren't expected to do anything, and then had a very good run in that competition. And since then, have been very good in the Nations League and even better in their qualification campaign. They do look like they're going to get through to the tournament here. Um, they are sitting in contention to to win this group actually at this point in time so whereas you have a Scotland team who are out of it with um, two wins and four losses from their first six games you have Russia competing with Belgium uh, they've only lost one game they've, they've played six won five and lost one whereas Belgium is sitting at the top with a 100% record second place will get Russia through to the playoffs or there are options to go through as best, best runners-up. But at the end, Russia could certainly go through to Euro 2020. And um, they're going to be a tough team to play if they do have to face anybody in the playoffs. Scotland are a team who have their playoff spot guaranteed. So that came through their results in the Nations League because of the Nations League format was very, very complicated in terms of teams that won their Nations League group getting the opportunity to go automatically through to the Euro 2020 playoffs if they couldn't secure qualification automatically through the qualification process. Scotland won't. They've lost four out of six games. So at this point, it's really an experimental process for them. So if you're looking at a top, top Scotland team going to Russia, they would lose. If you're looking at an experimental Scotland team where they're going to in you know embed some youngsters here against Russia, going to Russia, then they're going to get absolutely annihilated. And you're getting Russia at minus 150 in some places or generally available at, um, at 8 to 13 or 4 to 7. I just I just don't get it. I think this has to be the lock on this show. Um, there's no point dilly-dallying around and, um, and teasing you into the end of the show and saying, oh, it could be this and it could be that, it could be whatever. I will 100% fade Scotland away from home in Europe unless they're playing a minnow and even then I've previously won money in games where Scotland was 6-4 to four and the other team was 6-4 to four, uh, teams that were regarded to be uh, lesser teams th th than Scotland and the only edge that they had was playing at home and they've gone on to beat Scotland before um, teams like Albania for example so um, yeah I um, I don't get the price for me, it should be closer to minus 300, maybe two to seven, even even one to four. I wouldn't really say that was ridiculous. So I would take Russia here to win this game. Moving on to Friday, we'll look at England at the Czech Republic, where England are the eight to 15 favorites to win this game. It's six to one on the Czech Republic and 10 to three on England. England whooped this team last time at Wembley 5-0. They're an aging team. Most of their players play for Slavia Prague, and Slavia Prague are a team that 
kind of cling on in Europe. And even though last year they had a good run to the um, to the quarterfinals of the Europa League uh, this season, they're in the Champions League and they're the whipping boys in a group with uh, Dortmund, Inter and Barca, although they did get a point at Inter. But that's neither here nor there. I do expect there to be a lot of effort from the Czech players. I do expect them this to be their cup final. I do expect them to possibly start picking up some points in order to at least finish second in this group because otherwise they're going to miss out, miss out to Kosovo. But I don't think it's going to start here. I think the fact that England beat them 5-0 and we're looking at most of these players playing for Slavia Prague as opposed to top Premier League players, I think England maintain their 100% record here in this group. I think it would be a monumental achievement for Gareth Southgate's men to win this group with a 100% record. But at this point in time, that's what they have. And um, they're not too far off sweeping this group here. If they can win these next two away games, then there only remains um, a, a, you know, a, trip to, a trip to Kosovo. I think will be the most most difficult game that remains in the future. But there's no reason why England can't sweep this group with eight wins. And uh, I don't think the trip to Czech Republic really worries me too much here. Up next, we look at Turkey and Albania. It's a game that I've picked out where Turkey are the 8-15 favourites, much like England were. It's 3-1 to the draw and it's 7-1 on Albania. Now, in that category that I mentioned earlier about teams that are making it massively difficult for themselves to go through, France is another one that you can put into that category. Um, Unlike Belgium and Spain and Italy, France are making it difficult for themselves. They're second in their group. Uh, they have won five win- five games out of six, but it was that loss away to Turkey that means Turkey are currently sitting atop of the group. And if Turkey go on to win the rest of their games, then this France team will have to go down the risky path of a playoff, which they won't want to do. So they'll certainly want to win the reverse game against Turkey. But as things stand, Turkey remain top of the group and all they need to do is keep winning. And they've beaten better teams in Albania and I expect them to beat Albania but I also expect France to beat Iceland and that's a game happening on the same day Uh, it's not listed as one of my best picks or feature games but uh, Iceland I think have come on a little bit backwards since the team that qualified for Euro 2016 Um, despite the fact that they have remained in contention for this group, which is really a group that's that's made up of these three strong teams of France, Turkey, and Iceland. Uh, Iceland with four wins and two losses from their first six. And if they win this game, they can go level on points for France and really make things difficult for France with Turkey having a three-point buffer. But I think at this point in time, what this game week will do is specifically isolate Turkey and France from the pack and we will see them to move out to the top two. And then we'll see this group decided in France, I think, between France and Turkey. And I do think that France in the end will, will reverse that result despite the fact that they have made this a little bit more difficult for themselves than they should have done. Up next, we look at another game here on on Saturday featuring another big team, which is Italy against Greece. Italy are 1-5. to five. It's 19-4 to four to join. It's 14-1 to one on Greece. Greece, certainly not the team that they used to be. Um, used to be. Used to be the European champions. Used to be one of the tightest defences to break down in Europe. I don't think that's the case anymore. Italy are notorious for their defending, but here, uh, when you've got a good defensive team, a team with a 100% record in the group, and a Greece team that have somehow managed to finish 
fifth out of six in a group that contains Finland, Armenia and Bosnia, then with, with very little attacking prowess, then you have to go for Italy to win this game and win this game comfortably. I'm going to go for Italy to win this game to nil. Um, it's available at four to seven because uh, I cannot see this Greece team scoring against this Italian team. And I think if you really wanted to push the boat out here, you could take the risk of uh, a 2-0 and 3-0 scoreline because they are really the only two scorelines that I envision from this game. The last game I want to look at is um, Spain's trip to Norway, where Spain are 8-15 to to win this game. It's a common price on this show, a lot of 8-15s, to so nicely inside um, what we're allowed to bet on. Uh, this Norway team uh, should have really contended in this group uh, for second spot alongside uh, Romania and Sweden. In the end, it really has come down to Romania and Sweden because Norway have only won two games out of six, drawn three and lost one. Uh, so not like draw specialists here. I think they'd be happy to get a home draw against Spain. It's not something that anyone else has managed. This Spanish team of a 14 plus goal difference with six wins out of six. I'm not expecting anything different here at all um, on Saturday. I think Spain will go to Norway. Uh, they'll just be a much better footballing team and they'll come away here with the result. And um, it'll be a result that pretty much confirms that Spain are winning their group. Let's conclude here with the lock dog parlay portion of the show. Um, the lock, I already mentioned it, it's going to be Russia. Uh, just can't see past that selection at all. I, I don't think Scotland are a very good nation. Um, they are improving with the likes of um, Robertson from Liverpool and, and, and other players coming through uh, who, play in the, who play in the Premier League, uh, Scott McTominay being another one. But in the end... Um, I, d I don't think they're they're going to have enough to to beat Russia. Russia is a difficult place enough uh, to go anyway. It's difficult enough to go anyway. But um, when you don't really have anything to play for, whereas the Russians have a lot to play for, they're going for automatic qualification. Scotland are already thinking about this playoff that they're already in. They're, they're not going to qualify from the position that they're in with four losses from six. So Russia is the definite lock on this show. Um, the parlay. I've gone two ways with this parlay, and seeing as they're not, there's, there's nothing official here in, in terms of parlays, you can go either way with it. Um, so I've got Croatia, Netherlands, and England. Uh, if you put £100 on that one, it will return you 252 um, another way to go, another parlay that I like, a separate parlay, is England and England. Now, we didn't mention the second England game, but England play again uh, on, on Monday, uh, away to Bulgaria, where England are the one to four favourites. I believe that England will win both of their two games here and uh, confirm their qualifying to the qualification, sorry, to the next round. So, I like England in this parlay, but I also like an England-England parlay, um, much like I liked the Tottenham-Tottenham parlay a few weeks ago, but that didn't really go too well for us. Hopefully, this one goes a little bit better. So that's Croatia-Netherlands-England and a separate parlay on England-England. Um, I think that would be pretty safe for you to do. Uh, I think England will have too much for these two teams that they're playing in this um 
Guinness International window. Just be wary of one thing, though. Uh, there's a lot of publicity being given to the England players uh, who are fed up of the monkey noises that are aimed at their black players, and they are threatening to walk out if they hear any of that. This is a very weird thing to announce because ultimately you're telling the other team that if we hear any of this shit, um, we're going to walk. Now, if this team are losing to England and they decide then to subsequently make the monkey noises and England do walk out, England will be forfeiting a game that they're winning and they've told those supporters that they're willing to forfeit a game that they're winning. So it's a very odd thing to do because you're kind of giving the home team an incentive to do it because you're basically saying to them that if we're beating you and you begin to make these monkey noises, then we're going to walk off the pitch and hand you the points. It's a very odd uh, thing to actually announce. If they if they sort of left it, sort of deter- decided it internally, I would understand. But to come out with it publicly is a little bit strange. We'll see how that one plays out. So, so even more interest in the, in the England games uh, than than normal. Um, the the underdog play on this on this show. Um, I'm going to go for Wales at Slovakia. Uh, they are a better team. They do have someone like Gareth Bale in their ranks at the end of the day who, uh, who can win a game for you. Um, Slovakia aren't exactly a major European nation, although they um, they often do come close during the qualifying process. And they should come close again, mainly because the likes of Wales haven't really performed. And um, if Wales win this game, they go completely level with uh, Slovakia except Slovakia would have played a game more Slovakia's record would be six played three wins and three losses and Wales record would be five wins three wins and two losses and I do kind of expect that to be the way the group shapes up because it should really be down to Croatia and Wales with Croatia ultimately coming through now we tipped up Croatia earlier but um, you know we didn't put Wales in that bracket because Wales haven't played well and um, Wales don't travel well and you're getting Wales as an underdog but I just think that Ryan Giggs needs to get his troops together here and put out one big monumental performance and let the quality that Wales have show could this game be won with Gareth Bale showing his class and, 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 and showing us a couple of brilliant moments and winning this game by himself yeah of course he can because he's the best player on the pitch by a mile. Uh, looking at whoever, everybody else on there, it's not even comparable, uh, especially when you're looking at the Slovakian players. There's not exactly any household names on there. In fact, I'm going through the list now. There's not even worth me naming you anybody on that team. In contrast, yeah, Wales don't really have any household names other than other than Bale but they do have uh, Harry Wilson at Bournemouth who's coming through they do have Daniel James at, at Man United um, they do have Aaron Ramsey usually but he's actually out of the squad at the moment um, at the back they do have the solid defensive players who who will be better than what Slovakia have someone like uh, uh, off the top of my head Ben Davis who plays for Tottenham so um, uh, Ethan Ampadu as well Um who's a Chelsea loanee that's gone out to Germany. So I, I do think that um, Wales will end up um, and not possibly qualifying for this championship, but getting to the qualifiers. I do think that they'll end up being the second team in this group. I think if they don't, it will be a massive disappointment and we could see Ryan Giggs losing his job, which is which is funny because at one point, well, it's not funny, but it's, it's, it's ironic because at one point this guy was... Um, 
considered to be a future Man United manager. He was sitting there as a number two. And um, now he's ended up taking a Welsh job and, and, he, and he's struggling. So it's it's weird to see how it plays out. Just because you're a great player doesn't necessarily mean that you go on to be a great manager. And there isn't a ton of examples either of great players that have gone on to be great managers. So um, it is tougher on the other side of the game when people make that um transition across and uh, Ryan Giggs I believe is finding it difficult as the the Wales manager anyway that concludes this edition of the EPL show an international edition as I said I will be covering the second half of the games so make sure that you check those out on lockbetting.com so this week there'll be no European show the European show will be covering the second half of the international games as this EPL show covered the first half of the international games one game um, that isn't a Euro 2020 qualifier that I wanted to give a little bit of attention to and I hope that this podcast is out by the time it comes on is the Brazil versus Senegal friendly I mention this only because Over the course of this international window, Neymar is going to get to 100 games and he's two goals shy of taking over Ronaldo as Brazil's second highest goal scorer. Now, I expect him during this period to get his 100th cap and I expect him during this period to get those two goals to get past Ronaldo or at least tie him during this process. Brazil to win this game against Senegal are available at four to nine. But Brazil to score over 1.5 goals is available four to six. Brazil to cover a minus one handicap is available six to five. And Brazil to win this game to nil is also available six to five. Brazil have kept seven clean sheets in their last 10. They're a very, very good team in friendlies. They take it seriously. They play full teams. Uh, that's why they play their friendlies abroad because um, they are expect they don't really play a lot of games in Brazil, which is you know made a lot of the Brazilian people uh, including the Brazilian public unhappy but Nike expect them to travel and uh, the world want to see these Brazilian players and they want to see the top players and you do see the likes of Coutinho and Neymar and Firmino often all playing and also these solid Brazilian defenders because this Brazil team has changed over the years and they are a defensively solid unit with the likes of um, Edison and uh, Alisson competing for the goalkeeping position. So big changes in Brazil. Um, and it's not just been over the recent years. It's been like 10, 15 years. It's been like this. Brazil realized they needed to to change. And they, didn't real, they realized that they couldn't go out there to just try and outscore the opposition. And, and they have managed to do that. There has been an evolution in Brazilian football where they've now managed to combine the flair players along with having a solid defensive backline, And that was the key to them eventually winning a trophy where they won the Copa America without Neymar last summer. Uh, we had that as a three-unit play at lockbetting.com. I was certain that they were going to do it. And even though they didn't look good at times um, because a lot of teams sat back on them and they didn't have the likes of a Neymar there to break them down, they did get the job done. Now Neymar's back and they should be even stronger and he should be humbled as well by the fact that he was remains made to stay in PSG and couldn't get that move to Barcelona. I expect a much proved a much improved Neymar and an even better Brazil team than won the Copa America and I expect them to continue their run here in friendlies and win this game comfortably against Senegal and uh, I like Brazil to nil at 6-5 to five. so I just wanted to get that in um, because I haven't looked a lot at these friendlies and um, 
I may do that over on the lock betting show because there are quite a few of them and some of them were interesting like tonight there was uh, Germany versus Holland and um and you do get Brazil playing twice. You get Brazil versus Nigeria as well. So I may look at some of those. But um, overall, I want to concentrate on Euro 2020 because they are the more important games because they actually have something at stake um, where teams are looking to qualify for the major championship that happens next summer, which we'll be covering here on the SGP with lots of teams in contention to win that. Spain looking good. Uh, France, although they're not looking good, they're the world champions and they can, can come good. Holland looks solid. England look really good. Portugal won the Nations League and the last Euro, so they're going to be a contender as well. So really looking forward to Euro 2020 next summer. That's it from me. Good luck with all you bets as always. And thanks for listening. When the big wireless carriers start trying to get you to splurge your tax return on the latest nonsense this year, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199 on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. We're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now streaming only on Disney+.